Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, this is what I commanded my people. Listen to my voice. Then I will be your God, and you shall be my people. Walk in all the ways that I command you, so that you may prosper. But they obeyed not, nor did they pay heed. They walked in the hardness of their evil hearts, and turned their backs, not their faces, to me. From the day that your fathers left the land of Egypt, even to this day, I have sent you untiringly all my servants, the prophets. Yet they have not obeyed me, nor paid heed. They have stiffened their necks and done worse than their fathers. When you speak all these words to them, they will not listen to you either. When you call to them, they will not answer you. Say to them, this is the nation that does not listen to the voice of the Lord, its God, or take correction. Faithfulness has disappeared. The word itself is banished from their speech. The word of the Lord. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us. For he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the desert, where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. And when the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke and the crowds were amazed. Some of them said, by the power of Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others, to test him, asked him for a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and house will fall against house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that it is by Beelzebul that I drive out demons. If I then drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your own people drive them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me scatters. The Gospel of the Lord. He drives out demons by the power of the prince of demons. That really was grasping at straws, was it not? Christ made a mute man speak, and so he was accused of being a practitioner of black magic. What was the alternative for his opponents? The alternative was to admit that Jesus of Nazareth was the Messiah. And some people just could not do that. Despite all the evidence that was right in front of their faces, some people still cannot do that. And so in the end, there are only two options. You're either with Christ or you're against him. No one can remain neutral 
about Jesus Christ. No one can remain neutral about the church he started. You're either with it or against it. Beelzebul or Beelzebub means Lord of the Flies. It's a spinoff of the word Baal, sometimes pronounced Bahal. In Old Testament times, Baal meant Lord or Master. The pagans had different types of Baals that they worshipped. And since they are mentioned several times throughout the Old Testament, they must have been pretty fierce competition to the Jews, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. By Christ's time, Beelzebub meant prince of demons. For many of the Baal gods were demonic. For instance, there were Baal fertility gods that required child sacrifice. Innocent human blood to feed their demon beasts. The prophet Jeremiah detailed that that is what the Jews did. And among other places, Gehenna, a ravine in a South Jerusalem neighborhood. How did Christ answer the silly charge that he cast out demons with the help of demons? Well, he did it the Christ-like way, calmly and using objective reasoning. Christ's argument went something like this. Satan's kingdom is hierarchically ordered. If it were divided from within, it would collapse. Now, why then would I call on Satan to drive out demons? That makes no sense. The scribes and Pharisees have their exorcists. Ask them if they drive out Satan in the name of Satan. They might charge you with a crime for even asking such a question. But if I cast out Satan in the name of God and empower my disciples to do the same, then something very out of the ordinary is taking place. It means the long-awaited Messiah has arrived and the kingdom of God has started on earth. But you don't see this because you don't want to see. You're blinded by the radiance of the light. So you shut your eyes. That is a sin against the Holy Spirit, who is the source of light. It means you are blocking the road to salvation that God has laid out for you. Satan is the strong man who enslaves man on earth. He is well-armed and out to protect his palace. Christ is the God-man, the stronger one who attacks the palace and overtakes it. He made the world, and he allows evil to exist for a while so that his creatures made in his image can look at the options and make a choice. My friends, the battle is over in heaven. The archangel Michael and his army kicked Satan and his minions out. They were sent to hell. In the meantime, the kingdom of heaven has started on earth. And for a time, our demonic enemies roam the earth where they start skirmishes and battles, and wars in order to overtake souls. Who then can remain neutral in this battle? Don't shut your eyes to the evidence. Don't be blinded by the light of his radiance. And understand what happens in the end. You are either for Christ or you're against him.